recording. Yeah. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome once more to After the Movie. My name is Erica. Sitting across from me, as always, is Bob. And uh, we were a little late to the party on what we just watched today, but we figured with uh, Endgame coming up next week, we should probably watch the uh, one Marvel movie that we missed. So we watched uh, Ant-Man and Wasp. Ant-Man and the Wasp. Well, the Wasp. The Wasp. Me. So no previews to talk about today. No obnoxious people at the movie theaters because we were uh, home. Though we did not watch this on our TV for some reason. Um, it's because we were eating dinner and we're comfortable. That's fair. That's fair. Um, yeah. So this is probably going to devolve into a discussion about the Marvel movies in general. So, uh, we'll, uh, kind of get our thoughts on Ant-Man and the Wasp out of the way. Uh, not out of the way. We'll have a discussion about it. But mm-hmm. I anticipate with the culmination coming up a week from, uh, Tomorrow, I believe. Or whenever the hell shit comes out anymore. Who the hell knows. So, what'd you think, Bob? It felt a lot like the first one. It's fun. I liked the the heistiness mm-hmm. of the first one more. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, this one was, it was fine. Yeah. I liked that uh, Evangeline Lilly had more to do. Mm-hmm. And really kind of got to... Uh, you know, earn that second billing. Yeah. You know, you got to see her kicking some ass. She's in a suit doing her thing. Uh, Paul Rudd is charming. Paul Rudd is Paul Rudd. Right. I, I do appreciate, because he's, he's like 50, isn't he? Noted 50-year-old Paul Rudd. And he's got a daughter that's like eight. Not that that's not a thing that happens. I just find it humorous. Like in real life or in a movie? No, in the movie. In the movie, she's 10. Oh, 10. Excuse me. Pardon me. Oh, so you know who he is? He's Rob. Rob. <laughs> <laughs> womp, womp. Womp, womp, womp. Nothing wrong with that. Nope. Oh. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Ant-Man and the Wasp. Uh, I thought the Michelle Pfeiffer stuff was just kind of like, fine. Mm-hmm. Kind of tacked on with her magic fingers. Yeah. It was a little like, yeah, okay. Ooh, I got superpower too. Well, and yeah. I, I appreciated that uh, Paul Rudd kind of hung a lampshade on it where he's like, you guys just put like quantum in front of everything. Yeah. And then it's just magic. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, I thought the stuff with the FBI agents was a little meh. Because we kept doing the same thing over and over again. Yeah. And I, I, I appreciate you have Paul Rudd and you have Randall Parks. So you're going to let him riff a little bit. But it got it was a little like, okay, I, I got the point. Mm-hmm. You know, I got it. Thank you. Let's move on. I think there's, I think there's things that work in an improv setting. Mm-hmm. And then there's things that don't translate as well. <laughs> um. But can't remember where I was going to go with that. I don't know. I don't I'm know. Not, I'm not in your brain. It went to the quantum zone. Uh, the quantum zone. The quantum zone. I think it's the quantum realm. Zone realm. I think, I think it's a realm. I don't think it's a zone. Area? I don't think it's an area. I think it's a realm. <laughs> Dead air as we contemplate. <laughs> <laughs> Protector of the realm. <laughs> I um am a little disappointed that they didn't and I understand why cuz it's got to be its own movie. But you really didn't get the um uh uh the uh um What the fuck was the last Avengers movie called? I keep forgetting. Infinity War? Infinity War. I would have liked that to have played a little bit bigger of a part. I the, the ending I kind of wrote to this movie in my head was that in the final fight um they can't beat her so but as she goes to make the killing blow she gets she she gets Thanos she gets Thanos um but that's not the way the movie went no 
Yeah, I almost think that the movie could have... It, it had a lot going on. Yes. You had the Michelle Pfeiffer stuff. Michelle Pfeiffer is... Uh, uh, I forget her actual... What her name was in the movie. Janet? Was it Janet? Damn it, Janet! She was uh, uh, Evangeline Lilly's mom and um, Michael Douglas's wife. Um, and they showed something at the beginning where she got stuck in the... Uh, the quantum phantom zone or whatever the hell and uh, had been there for like 30 years or whatever. So Mm -hmm. something along those lines. Uh, And then you had this other kind of story because you need to have a villain in a movie where uh, um, I think her name was Ava. The character's name was Ava. Something like that. Who uh, there was some pseudoscience weirdness that uh, uh, she kept kind of phasing yep. something with quantum stuff because that's just what we throw in this movie. Did, did, and Lawrence Fishburne was trying to help her. Yes. Lawrence Fishburne is in this movie. Um, did Not you, doing much, no. but he's there. Did you enjoy the uh, couple of really long expositions in this movie? Give me an example of one of the ones you're talking about. Well, the whole explanation of... Uh, how she so right at the beginning right at the beginning um in the middle of the movie there was the exposition of how ghosts became ghosts that was kind of long yeah i mean i think it was a little clunky and what i was getting at was they really should have just picked one story yeah exactly you know and we always say this Mm -hmm. we say if you overcomplicate things it's it's hard to do both things well Mm mm-hmm so I do think that they should have just picked one. Yeah. And the movie would have been stronger for it. Mm-hmm. And you don't always necessarily need an, a traditional antagonist. No. You know, this would have actually been pretty interesting if it was we have to try and find uh, Damn It Janet and we have to go get Lawrence Fishburne to help us. But then maybe we do have the FBI like kind of on our tail because Scott's supposed to be at home but he had that weird dream, and he's like, I have to help them. Well, yeah, I mean, the FBI as your antagonist is enough. Right, I think there's a movie right there. Mm-hmm. I think adding, and I liked kind of the concept of the character of Ghost. Mm-hmm. That was interesting to me. But I think that they made her, I got why she was desperate and kind of like, yeah, we're doing this by any means necessary uh, towards the end. Yep. But... I, I yeah, it just it all seemed kind of contrived, mm-hmm. especially with Michelle Pfeiffer being able to heal her at the end. Yes, that was just like. Oh, they were setting that up. I know they were, but, but it was still like yeah, kind of groany. A little bit, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what the fuck did she eat down there? I was wondering if you were going to remember that throughout the movie. Oh no, yeah, definitely. Oh, there were so many things in this movie that are, and. It's entertaining enough that, like, it doesn't bother me, but I didn't find the movie good enough to make me forget about it. Gotcha. You know? I preferred the first one, I yeah. think. Um, now, that's not to say that this wasn't enjoyable. I just, I really liked the first one more. Mm-hmm. Um, Michael Pena's... A joy. Great. The truth, the whole truth serum bit was pretty, pretty good. <laughs> um, lots of outside influences, mm-hmm. as we kept noting. Uh, we like to think that the uh, uh, extended Michael Pena sequence where he's uh, under the influence of truth serum and explaining where Scott is was inspired by drunk history. We're pretty sure. We hope so. It, it would make me smile if he was. If not, can we get? Can we just get the cast on drunk history for yeah, an let's episode? Let's just do that. Yeah, right? Because they know, they know how to do it. You know what I found out? Mr. Day was on an episode of Drunk History. That I believe. I have to track it down. Is Roman Reigns on an episode of Drunk History? You know, that I don't know. If he hasn't been, we need to rectify that. Mm-hmm. Bob just discovered today that uh, Roman Reigns is in Hobbs and Shaw. Yes. Now, I don't know if this is making you look forward to the movie more or less. Have you seen the new trailer? No, I'm not watching any more trailers. Okay. I saw my one. I am good. I'm sure we'll see it when we go to the theater. You're, but you're probably going to be forced to see it at some point. Probably, but I'm going to try and avoid it because um, I would like to be surprised. I, I think you should. I will say I saw a GIF, so I know what you're talking about. 
wrestling Twitter lit up with the gifts. So he got his taunt in, Bob, and that's all that matters. There's a great Idris line. Of course, there. The whole movie with the follow-up great rock line. The whole movie is going to be great Idris lines. I am so excited for that stupid movie. I cannot even begin to explain to you how excited I am. Ant Man and the Wasp. But Ant Man and the Wasp. Um. No, that whole truth serum sequence is fucking hysterical, mm-hmm. especially the way they chose to shoot it. And well, they got a little ridiculous. They did. With it. They did a couple of Michael Pena stories in the first movie, mm-hmm. and they were great comedic breaks. Yeah, and they really only had the one in this one that I can remember. But it was like perfect. It was done really well. Yeah. yeah. Um. Uh, uh, uh. It was like I get the whole. I get the whole, like, you're tying in the universe and the events of uh, Age of Ultron. Well, uh, it was more Captain America Civil War. Civil, I'm sorry. You're right. Even though that's just... No, it's not. Avengers. No, it's not. Three. Shut up. No, it's not. Um, It's a Captain America and Bucky-focused story. See, that's that's a hole I can't fall down, Bob. I have I've read maybe one or two... Steve slash Bucky fanfics. I can't. I can't. I can't. I just can't. You'll never see me again. Mm. I am only just coming up to the surface from all the Newt and Herman fanfic that I have been reading. You finally run out. Nah, there's still more out there. People are producing more every day, Bob. Um, I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't fall under the wave of Stucky. I just can't do it. That's a lie. I'm totally going to do it, but... (laughs) I'm going to try not to, guys. I'm really going to try. So I get you're trying to tie this whole universe together and that events in the other movies affect what happens in uh, this, uh, you know, in subsequent movies. And I appreciate that they at least try. What was, It annoys me when they just ignore it altogether. What, what was jarring to me was that the impact of what happened uh to these characters as a result of the actions in Civil War uh, was very substantial and it was just kind of tossed in at the beginning as, oh yeah, Scott's on house arrest because of Germany uh, and uh, Hank and Hope. Hope are on the run. And well, the other weird thing... It, it just was like... Uh, and I, I, th- I don't know. I can't remember if they reference it in any other, other movies, but it's like, at the end of Civil War, they were in like a maximum, maximum, maximum security prison in the middle of the ocean. Yeah. So you're giving him a plea deal? I don't know that I buy that. But it's... They're comic book movies. Yeah. Whatever, fine. Yep. I want to say they addressed that at the beginning of maybe it's it's Infinity War. We do need to rewatch that this week before we go see Endgame because I d- vaguely remember them saying that Hawkeye and, and Scott took plea deals, but that's still yeah, it could like... be. Mm-hmm. Thank you. So, though I guess they are kind of the most the least dangerous of everyone. Ish. Ish. I don't know. Yeah. Though Hawkeye has a sick uh, new hairdo in Endgame that I personally am looking forward to. Mm-hmm. Me and like five other people on the internet. But I I do um I did appreciate that the odds were not in favor of the Pym family. Not one survived. <laughs> you know who did survive the snap, Bob? Me. I didn't. It's a shame. I would say that I'll avenge you, but I won't. <laughs> wow. I wouldn't have the first idea of what to do. Wow. And I don't have any superpowers. Let's be real. If something like that honestly happened, I'd be so freaked the fuck out. It would just be like, I'm going to curl up in bed and until the internet goes out, read all of the fanfic. <laughs> <laughs> Civilization is crumbling. This is just what I'm going to do. I'm going to have a real solid panic attack. And then I'm going to read fan fiction. Useless. (laughs) 
Hmm. I'm gonna ha- I'm gonna have to like put a video together of uh, instructions on what to do <laughs> to avenge you. <laughs> you don't have the first idea either. Step one: Do not. Just read fan fiction oh, see, until I'm, the internet I'm, I'm, goes I'm out. I'm ignoring that just altogether. <laughs> if that was the first thing, I'd be like, well, nope. <laughs> Break the laptop. Let me take my phone. Read some fanfic. <laughs> <laughs> but Ant-Man and the Wasp. Um, I, I thought it was interesting that they leave... Scott in that position at the very very end especially when we've already seen and I know this is different because we've we watched the movie insanely late but if he's just easily gonna be okay what was the point of that yeah unless they need that quantum energy for something in Endgame right which Maybe. Maybe they will. Yeah. Because I'm not going to get into... I, I've read a couple... And not, I shouldn't... I, I didn't seek them out or anything. I would like to go in fresh. But you hear stuff. Mm-hmm. And if they do what it's rumored that they're going to do, I wouldn't be surprised if they need some sciencey bullshit to assist. Sciencey bullshit. I bet Bruce Banner's gonna know quantum science well, too. Of course he will. Of course he will. He'll be fine. He'll be good. He'll be good. He'll be like, oh, oh yeah, that stuff. This is Hank Pym stuff. Oh yeah, I've read about this. That was and my I've... third PhD. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but no, at least I I appreciated that they actually like talked about shit that mm-hmm. happened in the other movies. Yeah, I want to say it was like Thor two, like after the first Avengers movie, the other standalone movies didn't reference like anything. Like Iron Man three kind of had the whole PTSD thing that Tony had going on. Yeah, but the other ones just sort of were like, yeah, we're just not gonna talk about it. Yeah, and it was like. But isn't that the whole point of a cinematic universe? You know? Yeah. Like. Well, I think I think it took Marvel a little while to, like, they, they clearly set, they clearly figured out, oh, wait, we can have this, you know, we're going to be successful with this cinematic universe. I think it took them a while to actually really put together that interwoven plan. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess that's fair. And like truly interwoven. Right. Uh, sure. And and they had a lot of confusion, like what's well, the TV show's involvement going to be? And I really wish that they had the TV shows more tied in. Not like crazy tied in, but the fact that they're still all like thinking that Coulson is dead, and I haven't watched Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. in a while, but is so stupid to me that just it's like, what? Yeah. You know, like, no, just go whole hog on it. Include the TV stuff. Why not? Yeah. You know, but. Maybe DC should do that. DC is just finding its footing again. Let's not tell DC to start with the complicated web of everything. (laughs) They're just, they're slowly getting back on their feet. Let them figure it out first. I, I did actually have a thought, and then... Here comes a thought that on you, but Bob forgot. Ouch. And now it's gone to... I've been listening to a lot of Steven Universe this Have week. you? Yes, I have. Okay, good. A new volume came out. Good, good, It's good. only got like 12 songs out, and it's like 15 minutes, but it's great. <laughs> well, a lot of the songs from this last season weren't very long. Yeah. Oh. Like, Change Your Mind always makes me cry, but it's, like, literally 20 seconds long. <laughs> that was a beautiful series of episodes, Bob. I'm going to start crying just thinking about it. But Ant-Man and the Wasp. Ant-Man and the Wasp. Um, What about um, Big Forehead Guy? That guy? That guy. The guy that's in everything? Yeah. I thought he was fine. Yeah. He couldn't quite decide to keep that southern accent on. Yeah, I know. 
It was kind of all over the place. Whatever. Uh, But again, I thought that was, he was trying to get the lab for this kind of anonymous buyer. Mm -hmm. And you either needed to show me who the buyer was, and it had to be somebody that kind of tied into everything, or he was just kind of wasted too. Right. You know? Yeah, well, and that was the thing, like, I think I think the problem with the buyer in the universe at the moment is that who would the buyer be and you're all, you've got a huge antagonist right now who needs to be resolved. Well, that's So you don't want to do you really want to introduce someone? But, but then why do that storyline? Then why have that or incorporate that in more and not have the ghost stuff? Why couldn't it have been just they were missing a piece? That the FBI had confiscated and they needed to find like it. Or something like that, right? Or, you know, you can buy it from some shady, like, dealer, but, you know, he has to be, it's like... got to um, be Hannibal Chow. <laughs> <laughs> he resurfaces here. He's like, you know, there's no more kaiju, so now I'm dealing in quantum parts, apparently. You know how we make it Check a quantum part? Check out my part? red shoes. We just put quantum in front of it. <laughs> and you suckers will buy it for thousands of dollars. Hey, I've got some quantum dice to sell you. Stop. They're like regular dice, but quantum. No quantum. <laughs> that was a solid Pacific Rim reference, Bob. Thank you for participating. I appreciate that. So that I don't look like a maniac. I, I do. I appreciate that dearly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, throw Ron Perlman in there. Why not? <laughs> Makes your movie better. But so, anyway, awesome. so, uh, are we pivoting to uh, larger universe implications? Uh, well, that there was a Stanley appearance in Captain Marvel, right? I want to say yes. That because that was his last one, right? I think so. I'm pretty sure he was in there. Yeah. Pretty sure. Yeah. We'll say yes. What was the best Stanley cameo? I mean, I really liked the one in uh, Into the Spider Verse. That was good. Oh, the costume always fits eventually, and then these points to the no refunds, yeah. no exchanges <laughs> sign. <laughs> No, you know what the best one is? It's when it's in Age of Ultron where Thor has the like crazy booze from Asgard. Yes. And Stan's like, oh, yes. I want some of that. And he's like, yeah, no, I don't think so. You'll die. And he's like pouring like two shots and he hands one to Steve because Steve will be fine. That's a good one. That's a solid one because of dragging. Uh, 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 Stand out, and he's like drunk out of his mind, and he's like Excelsior. It's that, that's probably the best. So well, the sleazy DJ in Deadpool was pretty good too. So yeah, if we want to talk about like, so now we, I think the only thing maybe we haven't seen is like the Incredible Hulk. Um, no, the Edward Norton one. Yeah, yeah, I never watched that. No, I, I never did. Either. I don't know that they do they consider that. Yes. They do. It okay. is, yeah. Yeah, I never saw that one. Um, is Jennifer Connelly in that one? Or was she in the one with Eric Bana? I don't Because I did see the one with Eric Bana in theaters. Almost walked out. A little a bit of a rough sit. I can't remember if I saw... I feel like I saw one. Which was the one... Ed Norton and Tim Roth are in the one that's considered canon. Okay. And it's Eric Bana. I want to say Nick Nolte's like fucking around in there. That's, yep. That's the Ang Lee directed one. Yeah, that was bad. That's not a great movie, no. It just, it was like an interesting concept, but it was like. It was boring is what it was. Yeah. Well, and, you know, just even the, the, um, the vision for the movie and like trying to to like cut panels into the. I was like, anti that. Like that. I just thought the movie was so boring and not really anything happened. Remember lots of shots of lichen for some reason? It was it was just boring. You know, if you're going to do the whole comic booky thing, you got to kind of mm-hmm. be a little more dynamic and exciting. 
Now, it's a long fucking time since that movie came out, and I haven't seen it in probably like 15 years, so probably even longer than that at this point. So... If we if we jump back, jumping back, and I'm I'm just gonna do a quick run through here. Sure. Of everything, we have to deal with: Iron Man, The Incredible Hulk, Iron Man Two, Thor, Captain America, uh, First Avenger, Marvel's The Avengers. Why is, couldn't it just be The Avengers? Uh, Iron Man Three, Thor: The Dark World. Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Thor, the Dark World was terrible. Guardians of the Galaxy. Avengers Age of Ultron. Ant-Man. Captain America, Civil War. Otherwise known as Avengers, Civil no, War. it's a Captain America movie. Doctor Strange. Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 2. Spider-Man Homecoming. Thor Ragnarok. Black Panther. Infinity War. Ant-Man and the Wasp. Captain Marvel. And now, next week... Avengers Endgame. The culmination. So, so why don't we go by phases? Sure. Because um, we Endgame is the end of phase three. Correct. Uh, so, phase one is Iron Man, Hulk, Iron Man 2, Thor, Cap 1, and the first Avengers. Um, See, for me, it's the Cap movies. Yeah. Those are fucking great. Those are the best of them to me. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy the first Guardians of the Galaxy. But Captain America Winter Soldier is like a great movie. I gotta watch it again. I haven't watched it in a long time. You should. We own it, I think. Probably. Uh, I've watched it a couple times. I really, I really, really dig that movie. Well. But we're talking phase one. Yeah, I mean. No, what they managed to do with mm-hmm. phase one culminating in Avengers was amazing. Oh, yeah. I mean, Iron Man is a good movie. Mm-hmm. It's a solid flick. Um, well, in perfect casting. Yeah, I mean, there, there might be the best thing... The, 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 their casting in general is pretty spot is on. It's pretty goddamn good. Getting uh, Robert Downey Jr. as Tony Stark... Choice may have been the decision that made billions of dollars right then and there. Mm-hmm. Um, and well, I would argue these movies. I mean, not then. It really all kind of hinged on whether Iron Man was going to, because Iron Man was kind of a second tier hero. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not your X Men or your Spider Man or whatever the hell. So, mm-hmm. but it was a fun movie. It was a good movie. Well, and he had you know, it was John Favreau. Um, it was the dudes fucking around in there. Jeff Bridges is the you got, Obadiah Stane. You got, you had a fun, lighthearted superhero movie that managed to be fun and lighthearted despite the fact that like it takes place in Afghanistan for half the movie. I'm just gonna say. Um, and you know, and that that is your director, and that is Robert Downey Jr. Mm-hmm. Full stop. Yep. That launched. The MCU. Yep. Um, and then... What did they do next? The Incredible Hulk came out like a month later. Oh, okay. So, yeah, they weren't quite. Because uh, remember, they did have that little Avengers teaser at the end of the first Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Which they were like, nah, it's just kind of... Yep. Little little wink, you yeah. know. Um, I was like, oh, wait. Then, two years later, we got Iron Man 2. That's the one with What's-His-Nuts... The wrestler. Um, what is his Mickey name? Mickey Rourke. Yeah. Yeah. That one was fine. Isn't Sam Rockwell in that piece too? Yes, he is. Yeah. Um, yeah, was it was fine. fine. Uh, the first Thor. You're introducing Black Widow in that as well, if memory serves. Yes. The first Thor is okay. It's fine. It's got its moments. You get Coulson fucking around in there, which is always fun. Uh, then I think you... After Thor, this is... The the other half of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, first uh, Captain America. Well, they nail that first movie. Yeah, that first Cap. The, movie. This first Cap movie, it's it nails the character perfectly. You have great casting all around. Mm-hmm. You manage to do a superhero movie set during World War Two. Mm-hmm. 
you got Hugo Weaving as the fucking villain, which is great. Well, that first cat movie is a great movie. And and think of every superhero movie you've ever seen, which is a lot. Is there any more pristine hero? No. Than Captain America. Whenever we talk about this with uh, superfan Jack, also resident Guillermo del Toro uh, superfan boy, he always brings up the scene with the grenade. Yeah. Everybody else jumps away. Steve jumps on the grenade. Yep. That's Cap right there. Yep. That is your... And that's before the super serum or anything like that. That That is your character right there. Mm-hmm. That's why when you watch something like that and then you go back and watch, you know... Superman or Man of Steel, and he's like, "You don't know them anything." Don't get me started on you. Don't know them anything. I know I talked a lot about that when we did our our episode. Should I just have let them die? Maybe. Maybe. Fuck you, Kevin Costner. Fuck you. You too, Diane Lane. You don't know them anything. Fuck off. What a blatant misunderstanding of the character. And I don't even like Superman. Come on, guys, tighten up. Well, you know, it's funny because in the very next movie, Jeez. Marvel's The Avengers, um, Coulson says to Cap, uh, Cap says something to the effect of uh, the stars and stripes kind of dated and a little old fashioned. Old fashioned. And, you know, Coulson makes the point that, um, you know, with everything that's coming, people might need that might need that um and that that is what dc has gotten fundamentally wrong about superman yes and i mean granted superman is despite what a bunch of really stupid people think is not an american hero he happens to live in america Um, i'm sorry what do you remember a few years ago they wrote a comic where Superman gave up his U.S. citizenship? No, I don't remember that. Um, Though, can you blame the guy? But then was he just kind of a citizen of the world? Well, that's kind of the point that, that, that they were trying to make was, you know, Superman's like, I'm fucking Kryptonian. Um, you know, I was raised in the U.S., but I'm here for Earth. Not just for the United States. Interesting. Um, there may have been a few political overtones. Oh, Bob. Um, I think you're reading into things. But, uh, you know, um, that got way off of where I was going with it. Yes. Is that, you know, that's like, I, I think about, you know, what they've done, especially on the DC side with going to the doing like these really dark and grimy superheroes that are super flawed and well and it works for certain characters yes batman can be dark and gritty yep you can't get calm yourself you can't get too too far batman's a big orange fluffy mascot i mean to be honest i'd watch i'd watch that movie (laughs) (laughs) he's the hero he's the mascot we deserve or is it the mascot we need, not the mascot we deserve? I can never remember that fucking quote. I've seen it so many goddamn times you, you think I'd remember it, right. it. You never get it right. But um, everything doesn't need to have that same tone. Well, there's a reason There's a reason people like happy endings, right? And you don't want every movie to have a happy ending. Right. Um, but... I prefer you, the bittersweet if, ending, personally. If, if you want... If you want your audience to connect with a hero, they have to be heroic. Mm-hmm. Actually saving people and, and not just tearing down a city during a super fight. Right. Murdering millions. And Marvel got it right. Well, and I even think Marvel kind of jabbed a little at uh, DC, but we'll talk about that more uh, Yeah. Uh, during Age of Ultron. Uh, you know, the scene... In the the final fight of Avengers, um, you know, that's iconic. 
Well, and I would argue it's pretty well done for being a big, giant, fuck-all thing. Mm-hmm. I think they keep you pretty well oriented, even though there's a lot going on. And it's it's just fun. Like, I like going back and watching that first Avengers movie. It's it's a good time. Mm-hmm. Well, and Marvel does have an advantage that, uh, you know, DC has, uh, you know, they're, they're set in fictional cities, mm-hmm. the DC comics. Whereas Marvel is set in New York <laughs> for a lot of comics. So you have you have that advantage of being able to connect with the audience, especially in America post 9-11, mm. seeing your heroes get up there and defend fucking New York. Right. You were using, and they used a fair amount of that imagery as yeah. well. Yeah. And it's very effective. Yeah. You know, um, and it... You know that first, that first Avengers movie kind of set the mold. We should watch that too. Uh, for I'd love to watch this the week. team up movie. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Um, On to phase two. Phase two: Iron Man three, Thor: The Dark World, Winter Soldier, Guardians, Ultron, Ant Man. So I feel, I I think I only saw Iron Man three the one time. I think we saw it in the theaters. Yep. Shane Black. Yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, Tony has PTSD from New York and is kind of dealing with that. I would actually like to go back and rewatch that one because I don't remember being like crazy about it when I saw it. Yeah. But I think I would like it more now. Yeah. And the less said about Thor The Dark World, the better. Oh, what a just awful movie. Well, until they, they kind of, well, we'll get there. And then what came next? Captain America, the Winter Soldier? Yep. That might be my favorite. Which, I, like I said, I need to watch again. When we first saw that, we were at a very bad theater. Shitty theater. In New Orleans. Oh, that was WrestleMania weekend, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, you need to watch it. need to watch it here. So it's been five years since Daniel Bryan won at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Um, that was actually surprisingly a good time. Um. Because I don't care what some people say who also do podcasts with us on this network. That was a solid WrestleMania. There's some good moments in there. There's some stinker moments too. But for the most part, that was a solid mania. Um, Alex. <laughs> he doesn't listen, so whatever. Then, um, then I, you know, w- one of the big game changers of the entire... Uh, Guardians? Uh, uh, movies. Well, we decided let's take like a, a F team no one knows about and let's embrace space weirdness. And see, that to me is once they did that, embr- it's a comic book. It can be weird and goofy and you could do crazy fucking shit, so let's go there. The, gar- the success of Guardians really opened the door for so much. Mm-hmm. Um if you just look at phase three. Well, I would argue the one bad thing about Guardians was the... And they still use their licensed music very, very effectively. Mm-hmm. That first Guardians uses that licensed music to kind of orient you in the space weirdness, which I still think is fucking genius. But then every other movie decided to do that, even though yeah. it didn't mean anything to the story. Suicide Squad. <sighs> But think about it, Guardians of the Galaxy, just within the Marvel Universe, what did that enable? That enabled Doctor Strange. Oh, gave us Thor Ragnarok. I will be forever indebted to it. Mm-hmm. it Thor wrecking shit to immigrants song. It gave the you, only reason you got that was because of the first Guardians. You got uh, Black Panther. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, there probably were a lot of questions at Marvel about whether or not they could go even deeper into the catalog right how how far into the bench can you go and still make money when are you giving me that moon Knight movie right so you know that movie was huge um age of ultron i think i only watched that the one time when we i saw think it in the so theaters. too i remember thinking about age of ultron if only they had let james spader do more uh, oh, really? Like, right? Because when they were like, oh, James Spader is Ultron, you're like, I'm sorry, what? Yes. Like, yes, please. That sounds delightful. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was just, 
Mm-hmm. It's it's fine. Yep. But it's in that one where even with what is it, Sokovia, like getting you know, turned into a fucking like meteor. Yeah. They're trying to get people off. They're trying to save people. They're yeah. actively trying to protect people. Uh-huh. Which is something that Marvel's always done pretty well at. Uh, but that one specifically, I think, was a little bit of a <clears throat> to Batman v Superman. Yeah. Ant Man. I enjoyed which the Ant Man. Yeah, it was a heist movie. It was a superhero movie. It was the the uh, outer shell, but inside it was a heist movie. That was one of the great things about Winter Soldier, is they kind of figured, oh, we can tell different kinds of stories within the trappings of a superhero movie. Like Winter Soldier is a great spy thriller. Mm-hmm. And then Phase Three, yes. And then Phase Three. So Phase Three has the most movies um, of of the phases to date. Um, you're looking at Civil War, Doctor Strange, Guardians Two, Spider Man Homecoming, Thor Ragnarok, Black Panther, Infinity War, Ant Man and the Wasp, Captain Marvel, and Endgame. Now, when I I look through this. Uh, if I'm just doing an up and down, uh, Captain America up, Doctor Strange down, mm-hmm. Guardians 2 down, Spider-Man Homecoming up, Ragnarok up, Black Panther up, Infinity War. I'm a down on that one. I'm an up on Infinity War. Um, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Because I'm capable of suspending my disbelief. Ant-Man and the Wasp. Um, kind of a down Captain Marvel up. Um, you missed Black Panther in there, racist. Hmm? You didn't say Black Panther. Didn't I? Nope. I thought I said Black Panther up. I didn't hear you say Black Panther. Maybe you're racist for not hearing me. Well, we'll have to go back and listen and see, but I'm going to edit it so I don't sound like an asshole. <laughs> this is the price I pay for not uh, editing. Indeed. Uh... But, I mean, you got some really great stuff in here, and then some stuff that's kind of meh. Yeah, but... But nothing ca- really bad. No, nothing actively bad. Nothing mm-hmm. like Thor the Dark World. No. Which is easily the stinker of everything. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I mean, Doctor Strange, I can kind of take or leave. I don't really... Eh. Yeah, that didn't do much for me. Um, You should listen to our episodes on... I think we All did. of these movies? <laughs> we didn't do Doctor Strange. We did... Uh, uh, Spider-Man Homecoming, we did Thor, Ragnarok, we did Black Panther, uh, we recently did Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. Um, did we do Guardians 2? We may have done Guardians 2. I thought we did. I think so too. I and mean, I think out of all of these, uh, Civil War, probably... I, I don't know. I think Civil War does a very good job with the sheer number of characters it has, mm-hmm. and it tells a. It's an interesting story between Steve and Tony, kind of coming to a head. You know? Yeah. I think, and proves that's for once and for all that Steve is just completely in love with Bucky because you're not going through all that shit for someone you don't love. Thank you. Thank you. You just don't understand men. That's okay. Get your toxic masculinity bullshit out of here, okay? <laughs> that has no place here. Thank you. <laughs> I don't understand men. Um, I don't know. I think in phase three, for me, Thor Ragnarok's the top. Because you have Thor wrecking shit. Yes. Two immigrants on. Uh, and then Taika Waititi. Um, and Jeff Goldblum. And Goldblum. That movie is just great top to bottom. Uh, it's wondrous. And the shit with the Hulk is great. I mm-hmm. wish they would have done Planet Hulk as its own movie, but I don't think we're ever going to get a uh, standalone uh, Incredible Hulk movie again, unfortunately. But, um, no, that's a great movie. So, you know, a lot of solid stuff in there. Um all building up to Endgame, so it's it's been you know it's been an interesting ride. You go through it, and it's an impressive achievement. Yeah, if 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 the movies aren't your cup of tea, I can understand that, but just to see what they've done and to build up to this and have it still be, and I guess you could argue if it's 
how cohesive it is, but it is cohesive. Um, it's impressive. Yeah. And they all still make a fuck ton of money. Yep. So. Oh, yeah. Uh, Endgame is going to make. I think Endgame has already all made. All of the money. We don't buy tickets in advance. We had to buy tickets in advance. Well, I sent you the screen cap today of just how many showings there are. And that was just for standard showing. I think every 15 minutes or something like that. It's insane. It was bonkers. Yeah. Just like. Every screen at the theater is going to be that. Um, so, it, you know... The, oh, it's an event, is what it is. Yeah. Uh, and I've... I've said before that I think... You've got... Marvel lost me on TV shows because it was just such a... It was too much content. Yes. Like, I couldn't... Like, for me, it's it's hard to even keep up with just the movies sometimes well there was a lot coming I mean, at you for a while there let's be like we only just watched ant-man and the wasp now because we wanted to watch it before we wanted to make sure we got it but you know right. we weren't able to get to it last summer when it was in theaters um well we our last summer was like insane for whatever reason but but you know life gets in the way right so it you know the fact that they've kept this up for 11 years now uh and uh you know they're cons- they're pretty consistent in quality there aren't a lot of true gems that jump out um you know there's a couple i still think that first captain america is a is just a really i think a great movie i think the first cap the first guardians um uh, and Thor Ragnarok, Black Panther, and Captain Marvel are all standout movies for different reasons. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, you know, for for Black Panther, I think it's an okay movie, but the fact that it was so huge with a minority cast... Well, that's just because the movie industry has been telling everyone for ages, yeah. Oh, uh, uh, black leads don't sell. And it's like, well, that's that's just you being a racist sack of shit. Yes. So. But you know that Marvel did it. They they were willing to take the risk, and you know, cause I've heard people argue well, there was no risk. Well, that was oh, the f- there was risk. I think there was a little bit of a risk, but I think that they had. I can see both sides of the argument mm-hmm. because it's like they already have this established franchise. Mm-hmm. Now I think it made all of the money, you know, because you're mm-hmm. finally representing people who are not often represented in that sort of a role, mm-hmm. and that means a lot to people. It does. It does. Um, you know, I think you see, or, or even with Captain Marvel, you, you hear stories of. You know, little girls who are like, oh, I've got, you know, or well, Wonder Woman. Oh, no. Well, what, what when we went and saw uh, The Force Awakens, mm-hmm. I've probably told this story on this this podcast before. Mm-hmm. When Ray gets the lightsaber at the end, I was sobbing in the theater. And I was well into my 30s when that happened. So... It means a lot to people, that kind of stuff. And maybe it seems stupid, and maybe, you know, to some people it doesn't matter. You know, people who are male and white. But it matters to people. It's a big deal to see, like, yourself properly represented on the screen. Especially in those sorts of roles. Because you've seen it done the same way 50,000 fucking times. Give me something different. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, it, you know, some recent movies we watched uh, Us and um, Get Out. Uh, and, you know, it's just cool to see a different perspective. Even if it's not like, you know, we are horrible white people. Uh, but I don't, I want movies from different perspectives. Yeah. but And that's my point. Because we go to the movies a lot. Mm-hmm. And just from a purely like selfish standpoint, because I like to see better representation. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see the same fucking movie over and over and over again. 
I do not need any more horrible rom-coms that we are just two white people. Go see those anymore. That's just no thank you. I'm good. You know, maybe I'll catch it when it's on like Netflix or Hulu or HBO or whatever, but I'm not seeking that shit out. Um, but you know, it it doesn't bother me if you have a black protagonist. If it bothers you, then there's something deeply wrong with you. Right. And, and there you, are. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. And if you're, you're a person who it does bother you when you listen to our podcast, I'm sorry that, like, you got to be told that. But there's something wrong with you. And you need to, like, maybe examine you and figure out why it bothers you so much. Because mm-hmm. you've got a lot. Everything, really. You know, equality doesn't mean less for you. So, So, but, you know, so the Marvel Cinematic Universe um, has contributed a lot to film. Both for good and for ill, I would say. Agreed. Because it sucks that everything has to be a franchise now. Mm -hmm. It sucks that Disney owns all of these properties and is just going to churn out movies until they're run into the ground. Disney owns the fucking Simpsons now. Disgusting, isn't it? Um, I will maybe they'll kill it. One would hope. Stop it! Stop it! Simpsons hasn't been good since like season eight. Um, That's not fair, but eh. I'll give you to like season twelve, maybe. There's a couple good ones in between eight and twelve. After that, it's like, what? What are we even doing here mm-hmm. anymore? This is just bad. But uh, no, you know, it's you know, it has ushered in the consolidation of studios. Uh, now we're down to five major studios from six. Well, and that's everything, mm-hmm. though. The consolidation of corporations until mm-hmm. it's, as I've, I've said on this podcast before, we're, we're living in the dystopian future, guys. Just, I'm just waiting for Waylon Yutani to incorporate. See, I really want the uh, Road Warrior Wasteland. That's what I'm waiting for. <laughs> so, I don't, think, I don't think our end will be that kind. No, are you thinking monsters rising up out of the Pacific? Because <laughs> I could get into that too. That'd be pretty rad. No, I I unfortunately really believe uh, that that the Blade Runner or J- or Dread scenario is more likely that it's just going to be giant corporations. Why do you have to everything. kill my fantastical dreams? Uh, I'm, I'm not appreci- killing I, it. I don't appreciate. I'm that, not killing. It. I'm just saying that's not the way I think it's. Well, gonna go. I'm going to have to go out there and be the apocalypse that I want to see in the world. Thank you. Why'd you kill everyone? Because <laughs> I, 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 I wanted it to happen that way. Okay. <laughs> so I don't know that I want to do endgame predictions. Um, no. I, I, I don't really see the point in it. I think um, it's going to be a massive reshuffling of the board. Yeah. I'd be genuinely shocked if certain characters walk away alive Mm -hmm. um but yeah we'll have to see how it all shakes out Mm -hmm. well uh, but we do need to watch infinity war again this week there is one thing i do want to talk about what Um, is that darling very briefly is that there was a lot of people are talking about well well you know, Disney owns the X-Men now. They could do something with that. That's not going to happen in this movie. No. The, uh, this may? was finished. This was wrapped up. It's been wrapped up for a while. Before the merger. Right. Um, there's no way. You may get like a wink. A little nod. At most, you're going to get a stinger with it. One would hope Deadpool, or at least Ryan Reynolds, pokes his head up somewhere. Yes. That's really all I ask for. But no, because you've still got Dark Phoenix is coming out in yep. a couple months. Yep. And not that that means anything. They're just going to completely reshuffle that too. But I'm sure they will bring them in eventually. But not not now. You need to have your culmination. And like you said, there may be some kind of a stinger or something. Mm-hmm. But it's not, yeah, no. I could I could imagine more of a like end of uh Batman begins and oh, 
you get a. When he flips that card, Bob. You get a. I heard there's some uh, mutants or something, but because the Inhumans failed, let's be honest. Yes. It was very very badly. Not great. <laughs> so. We start wearing Kevlar. They start bringing armor-piercing bullets. And you're running around in a mask. Take this guy. Got a real flair for the dramatic. Kind of like you. Flips that card. You have that memorized way too well. I know. (laughs) I don't know if you've noticed this, and I know it's subtle. I'm a little obsessive. Just just a, just a, a skosh. I don't know if that's come across... In our relationship or on the podcast to you, dear listeners. Because um, I definitely haven't been talking about one movie or its fandom for the last seven months. That's not a thing that I've been doing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, just just a little. I know it's subtle. It's very subtle. But it's it's there. <laughs> Alright, folks. So I think we're going to leave it there. Uh, oh. n- no. Oh, please. Go ahead. There, there, There's something very important we had to do before the end. What is that, darling? To appease our listener. Oh! Oh, my God. I can't believe I'm the one that forgot. Jack. Wow. Jack, I'm sorry. I was so busy being sarcastic there for a second that I completely forgot. A few things we still have to do. Robert, where does this fall on your hot dog scale? This is solidly your Times Square dirt water dog. <laughs> dirt water. That's what you call it. I don't know. The, the, time, the dirt water dog. You get from the vendor on the side of the street. I think the only hot dog I've ever had off the street was in New Orleans. Oh, that dog was huge. I don't remember. No, those dogs were, they were fucking huge. Like, dear listeners, you can't see this because this is a podcast. It is not a visual medium. But... Uh, the these hot dogs are, are gigantic. I think they sell normal size hot dogs too, but the stick is it's late a night. Big, it was on Bourbon Street, and you wanted a big hot dog. Gotta get the big hot dog. Probably had a couple. Um, if we're being honest, probably. But yeah, no, this is just, you know it's delicious. You enjoy it. Um, you might regret it later. Uh <laughs> But you no, know, you it's a it's a dog you like and you look forward to and well, what remember we, finally. What have we always said about the Marvel movies? You're never mad you went and saw it. No. Except for Thor the Dark World. I was a little mad that I saw that one. Yeah. But we watched it at home. Yes. But it was like I'm never gonna get those two hours back, am I? Nope. Yeah. Nope, you won't. Cool. Ah, so folks, uh please go check out teampumanife.com. We have a battery of other podcasts on there. Um, we've been doing this show for a hot minute, so uh, please check out our back catalog. But we've got Subtle Interference. We have Improvised Weapons. We're recording some new Oof, I Wrote That uh, in the next couple days. We had some, uh, uh, we'll say personal stuff that came up, so we weren't able to record there for a while. Uh, uh, And then we have Beyond the Red Waste is back now because Game of Thrones is back with uh, its final season. We've recorded that first episode already. That's up for your listening pleasure. And we will have episodes for the final five uh, episodes as well. Probably talking about our Fantasy League as well, if we're going to, you know, really get into it. But uh, thank you, as always, for listening, folks. Really appreciate it. And we will talk to you next time, next week, after uh, we see Endgame. So have a lovely evening. Bye.
This has been a Puma Knife production. <laughs>